Hey, friends, welcome to Rick's Rambles for the week of February 22nd, 2021. I'm glad you're here. We have a fun, fast-paced show for you today, so let's get right into it with the special days of the week. Today, Monday the 22nd, is Play More Cards Day. I want to know, what's your favorite card game? Number one for me is Euchre, followed by Poker. Tuesday the 23rd is World Spay and Neuter Day. A big shout out to my friend Val Arnold up in Kokomo, Indiana, who volunteers for a low-cost spay and neuter clinic. Val, thank you for donating your time to that. Wednesday the 24th is National Tortilla Chip Day. Let's all have some chips and salsa. Thursday the 25th, National Chili Day. Oh my goodness, do I ever love chili. So my question for you is in your chili beans or no beans friday the 25th is levi strauss day celebrating the birthday of the gentleman that created blue jeans something we all wear probably seven days a week saturday the 27th is national retro day so break out your bell bottoms and fire up the vcr celebrate national retro day and we'll wrap the week up on sunday the 28th with National Chocolate Souffle Day. Have a great week, everybody. All right, it's time for Rick's Fun Facts. Every week I give you 10 facts about a random topic. This week, 10 fun facts about the month of February. Number one, February is one of the most misspelled words in the English language. Oddly enough, so is the word misspelled. February is the only month that can pass in its entirety without a full moon. Number three, the odds of being born on February 29th are 1 in 1,461. Number four, February is National Snack Food Month. Number five, February was originally the last month of the year, and the new year started in March. That makes a lot of sense. March, spring is coming, new year, new beginnings. Around 850 B.C., it was changed to the second month of the year. Number six. Even though more roses are sold in February than in any other month, the February birth flowers are violet and primrose. In researching this, I learned that each month has its own birth flower, something I didn't know. Number seven, more snow falls in the USA in the month of February than in any other month. Number eight, the Saxons called February cake month. It was a month they offered cakes to appease the gods. And now I want cake. Number nine, it was February 1964 when the Beatles first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. And number 10, each year February starts on the same day of the week as the last day of June the previous year. Happy February, everybody. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can support it in one of two ways. You can buy me a cup of coffee, and I will put the link to buy me a coffee down in the show notes. Or you can sponsor an episode or a month of episodes or even longer if you've got something to promote. Maybe you're a musician. You've got a new album coming out. You want to talk about your business. I would love to do that. Drop me a note, and we will make that happen. Hey, believe it or not, spring is just around the corner, a time for new beginnings, and spring is a perfect time to try something new. So I've put together a list of 20 things, 20 suggestions that we can try this spring. Maybe some are new, maybe some are not. Maybe some you used to do as a kid but haven't done for a long time. Let's go through these and uh, see what we can try this year. Number one, visit a local, state, or national park you've not visited before. 
and just explore. Just hike one of the trails, drive through the park, take some pictures, but see a new park. Number two, fly a kite. Oh my gosh, when I was a kid, I used to love kite flying so much, and I haven't done it in so long. I think that one's going on my bucket list for this spring. Number three, put up a birdhouse or two. I love feeding the birds, and I think we're going to put up some birdhouses this year. Number four, ride your bike. There is nothing like the feeling of riding a bike for me. You don't have a bike? There are lots of places around you can rent one and rediscover the joy of riding your bicycle. Number five, get a book or download a Plant ID app and see how many plants you can identify in your yard or in your neighborhood or some other public space. I'm amazed at the variety of plants that grow around here, and I downloaded an app called Leaf Snap that lets me take a picture of the plant and tells me what it is. It's really, really interesting. If you've not tried that, give it a try. Number six, see how many different species of birds you can see in a set time period in your yard or someplace else. Just sit down, carve out an hour, and make a note of how many different species of birds you see. Number seven, host a tea party outdoors. Oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. Number eight, the first week of May is National Postcard Week. Go grab some postcards and send them out to people. Number nine, play Frisbee. I've not played Frisbee since I was probably 14 or 15 years old. That sure does sound like a lot of fun. Number 10, skip stones in a pond or a lake or a creek. I used to love doing that as a kid. Number 11, go play miniature golf. How many of y'all grew up playing putt-putt in your teenage years? How long since you've played? Doesn't that sound like a lot of fun? Number 12, eat on an outdoor restaurant patio. We love eating outdoors. Go support a local restaurant and eat on their patio. Number 13, plan a picnic. How long since you've been on a picnic? That's something that we've kind of forgotten how to do here. It'd be a great year for it. Number 14, don't take your car through the car wash, but hand wash it. It'll give you a great feel of satisfaction. Number 15, grab some friends, rent a pontoon, and spend a day on a lake. Pack a cooler and just go cruise the lake for a day. Number 16, volunteer. Parks are often looking for cleanup crews and folks to get ready for the summer. So take a few minutes, find a place you can volunteer, and spend a day helping others. Number 17, poke around yard sales. Love the yard sales. Number 18, put up a bird feeder. We have several bird feeders in our yard, and they are so much fun to watch. Number 19, plant some vegetables. Not really into gardening? Get a pot and plant a single tomato plant or maybe some green pepper plant and enjoy the fruit of your labor. And number 20, try a new outdoors hobby, maybe kayaking or maybe geocaching. Whatever suits your fancy, try something new. And there is a spring bucket list for you. Today's good news story comes all the way from Monmouth, South Wales, and it's a story about making your dreams come true. Some dreams take longer to come true than others, but with the help of 21st century social media and her Generation Z great-grandson, at the age of 110 years old, one British woman is realizing hers at long last. At the end of World War I, Amy Hawkins was a seven-year-old child who loved nothing more than to sing and dance. As a teenager, Hawkins set her sights on becoming a professional entertainer. 
Hawkins was on her way, touring the country with a dance troupe, until her ambition to tread the boards was cut short by her mother, who did not see this as a respectable occupation for a young lady. All these years later, the super centurion songstress lives at home in Monmouth, South Wales, surrounded by her loved ones. The four-generation family unit includes her granddaughter, Hannah, and Freeman's 14-year-old son, Sasha. Even though she's no longer doing it professionally, Hawkins has never stopped singing. Her granddaughter said she's like a clock. Once you wind her up, she just will not stop. She just keeps asking, would you like to hear another one? While others were not so fortunate, Freeman's family felt blessed to be together throughout the course of the COVID-19 lockdown. Especially, Freeman says, since the tight-knit arrangement has allowed Sasha and Hawkins to form a deep and loving bond. On Hawkins' 110th birthday, Sasha videotaped his great-grandmother singing one of her, her favorite World War I tunes, It's a Long Way to Tipperary. When Freeman jokingly suggested she post it to TikTok, neither of them could have imagined the overwhelmingly upbeat response it would receive, reaching 100,000 views in just a few hours. Reading the comments, people have been in tears because they miss their family or they think about family they have lost, Freeman told the BBC. I think this has been a great lesson for Sasha, too, and has restored my faith in humanity in such a difficult time for everyone. Some journeys take longer than others. Sometimes we're detoured along the way. But dreams can and do come true every single day. While it's been a long time coming, Amy Hawkins, at 110 years old, is entertaining a whole new generation of fans. And there's your feel-good story for the day. There's an old saying that growing old is not for sissies, and that is certainly true. As I age, there's things that need more attention, things that I need to take care of. And it's always rewarding, but I'll be honest, it's not always fun. The biggest challenge, I think, for us is staying mentally sharp. The biggest change I've noticed in myself is my short-term memory. I can sit and tell you stories for hours of things that happened in elementary school, but I can't remember where I laid my keys down 30 seconds before. So keeping our brain active is a real challenge. And I've been doing a lot of reading and studying about that topic. And through several articles and journals, I've put together five tips that I think are the most important to keep brain healthy as we age. Number one, stay active. I can't stress how important this is. How many people have you known that had a long and fulfilling career and they retired and sat down and were gone within a year? It happens all the time. We need to stay active. And that doesn't mean go out and run a marathon or ride a century ride on your bicycle, but find some way to stay active. You can walk around the block or walk in the local park, or do some yard work, whatever suits your needs. Our brain needs fuel to function properly, and part of that fuel is a proper oxygen and blood supply. Exercise makes that happen. So number one, find a way to stay active. Number two, find something that intellectually challenges you. Just because we get older doesn't mean that we stop learning. Sign up for a free online course. There are literally thousands of them out there. Audit a local college class. 
Games, too, are a great way to accomplish this. Crossword puzzles build our vocabulary. Sudoku challenges our math skills. Find a way to be intellectually challenged. Number three, stay connected with people. This is really, really important, especially now with an ongoing pandemic and in the dead of winter. We humans are tribal. We need to belong to a tribe. And when we isolate, we take those opportunities away from us. Connections lead to conversation, and conversation stimulates the language and communication centers of the brain. Remember, we can do Zoom or other ways to connect, even when we cannot be physically connected. So number three, stay connected with people. Number four, be creative. There are all kinds of studies that have shown folks who exercise their creativity have a much, much lower rate of dementia and Alzheimer's and other age-related illnesses. Now, we often think of being creative as writing music or painting or drawing, but that's not always true. I truly believe that every human being is creative in some way. Sometimes we just have to dig in a little bit to find it. Can't paint, can't draw, can't write, can't play an instrument. Go out and plant a flower garden so that it looks nice. Do a paint by number set. Anybody can do that. Paint a room and put some kind of special touch on it. We all are creative just in different ways. Find a way to be creative and this will help. And number five, laugh. You know that I'm a big believer in laughter and I've said it before and I'll say it probably thousands of times again if I live long enough. Laughter has literally saved my life. Laughter is so important. Laughter lowers our blood pressure and releases endorphins and much, much more. So find a way to laugh every day. So five tips to stay mentally sharp as we age. Number one, stay active in some way. Number two, find a way to be intellectually challenged. Number three, stay connected with other people. Number four, find a way to be creative. And number five, find a way to laugh. And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Rick's Rambles. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. And if you have, I would appreciate it if you would share it. And on your favorite podcast app, if you would give it a rating. As always, I'll leave you with this. Be nice to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We will start right now and make the world a better place. See you next Monday.